the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. There is uh, uh, today in the midst of all the events, and uh, after the Lord Jesus Christ had done wondrous miracles, uh, were the, I would say, the, the highest and the most uh, amazing one of all of them was the raising of Lazarus which took place on Saturday immediately after the Lord Jesus Christ having done so and continuing to do miracles and wonders and heal the sick and, and raise the dead and cleanse the leper and open the eyes of those that are blind and the, the hearing of those that are, that are deaf and, and mute and after the Lord Jesus Christ have done all of these things, and interestingly, then we see the Jews do something uh, weird, which today uh, is when the plot started taking place. And uh, this we saw in, uh, in uh, the morning during the day, and it also repeated in the evening where Kayaf, as the high priest, he gets up and then he says, uh, it is better for one man to die for the whole nation instead of the whole nation and then what they've laid in front of their eyes is that now their uh, job is at jeopardy or their nation is at jeopardy they said now the romans are going to come and take this authority from us or take this take this from us now, interestingly, this is the, the person who is the high priest who supposedly to be the first one to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ when he comes. But in front of seeing all these miracles, in front of seeing all these miracles that the Lord Jesus Christ have done, he continues and a whole bunch of them continue to refuse him and to reject him. And when one of them stood up and he started speaking, Nicodemus, namely, <coughs> in, the, in the Gospel of John chapter 12, when he spoke of that, when Nicodemus got up and he spoke something, and then he says, well, have you too become his disciple? And immediately it became an accusation that to be a disciple of Jesus, now that became an accusation. And for this reason, many people who have even believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who would not openly declare it in front of others because they felt that believing in the Lord Jesus Christ is a shame. It's something that is to be accused for and you could possibly even get punished, could get punished for. And hence there where we come in the sixth hour, then uh, they pull out a prophecy, St. John being very clever as he is writing his, his gospel. Then he pulls out a prophecy from the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 53. And he says, O Lord, who has believed our report? Ya Rabbi man khabarana. And to whom the mighty hand of God has been revealed. So immediately he pulls out that prophecy, says, who has believed our report? Now this is initially written in Isaiah 53. Now, Gospel of John, St. John, he, he quotes it in his Gospel in chapter 12. And later on comes St. Paul and he pulls out that same quote also in the book of Romans. So here is one prophecy that gets 
pulled out often. Why is this prophecy being pulled out often? Because men have and continue and will remain having one issue. And what is that one issue? Is we have the tendency to believe everyone except for who? Except for who? For God. Lord, who has believed our report? Who believed our report? And, and it's like Isaiah is standing there and he's, he's giving God a report to people, right? And these people, they have tendency to believe everybody else. I'll believe maybe the king. Maybe I'll believe my accountant. Maybe I'll believe my friend. Maybe I will believe, you know, someone else, okay, a colleague. Maybe I will believe my financial advisor. I will believe I have tendency to believe all these things. And definitely I have a lot of tendency to believe in myself because I feel that I always make the right decisions, right? And I never go wrong and I know how to protect myself. Like this guy, Bobby Leach, ever heard of Bobby Leach? Bobby Leach was the, one of the Americans who have captured everybody's eyes by putting himself inside the barrel and sealing the barrel very well. And he de developed a specific, uh, the designed the, the barrel in a specific way that he felt that he is going to be saved if, if he goes inside this barrel and he rolls over the Niagara Falls. And indeed he did. Bobby Leach got into a barrel, sealed it, and he rolled over the Niagara Falls. He went down to Niagara Falls and he came out with very minor bruises. And he says, ha, see, I know I can do it. Well, interestingly, a few years later, Bobby Leach was walking and he slipped over an orange peel. <laughs> and when he, when he slipped over an orange peel, he broke his ankle and he got wounded. And when his ankle got wounded really badly, somehow he ended up developing an infection. Later on, he ended up developing a gangrene in his leg. And later on, he ended up dying from slipping over an orange peel. But he didn't die from rolling over the Niagara Fall. Okay. So we believe that <coughs> we believe in ourselves. We believe in ourselves very well. And we believe in, uh, we believe in other people's report very, very well. Somebody will come and will tell me, you know, do this, and then this is how you're going to gain some money, or go invest in this, or buy this, whatever. And then we have the tendency. But we don't believe in God. From day number one, God said to Adam and Eve, if you eat from this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. And then later on, a serpent came and she says to him, is it true that God told you, <coughs> don't look at this tree and don't touch it? He says, yes. He said that if I do that, I will die. He says, no, you're not going to die. You're just going to be like him. And what did Eve do? She believed Satan. She wouldn't believe God. Why? Because God is standing there and he says, who has believed our report? I gave you a report. I said, you eat this, you will die. But no, Eve will eat from the tree and she will die. She's not going to believe God. 
and this later on continued, continued happening. The people of Israel, whom the mighty arm of the Lord has been revealed to them while they were in the land of Egypt, and they saw ten plagues falling upon Egypt one after another. And then they go out, <coughs> and then they go out into the desert, and Moses goes up in the mountain, and he stays behind a little bit, not too long, just 40 days. And in 40 days, he says, this is too long. We can go on like this. Work for us a God. And then they made for themselves a golden calf. They started worshiping him. And then God is looking at them and says, who has believed our report? And to whom the mighty hand of the Lord has been revealed? Haven't you seen God's hand with your own eyes? How come you are still doubting my presence? How come you are still doubting my ability? Because later on, go forward 40 years, as the people of Israel are about to cross into the Jordan River and get into the Promised Land, then Joshua, he sends 12 representatives from the 12 tribes of Israel. And he says, go over there and spy on that land and come back to us with a report. So they go and they come back with a report that this report says that this land flows of milk and honey. They plucked from there one cluster of grape. And just to give you an idea, if you read the Bible carefully, it says that two people had to carry the cluster of grape in front of each other. Two people had to carry the cluster of grape. I don't know what kind of grape that was, but for two people to carry a cluster of grape, I remember, I remember back, time, back in the time when I was in Egypt, and my neighbor heard that we're coming, we're going to immigrate to America. And she came to me and says, oh, you guys are so lucky. You're going to go to America? America is a land of blessing. There in America, the lemon is like this big. <laughs> and right when the lady, when, when our neighbor told us the lemon is like this big, I'm like, oh my goodness, then all that I need is to just buy one lemon at the beginning of Lent, and I can just be squeezing it the whole 55 days. It's not going to run out. And if the lemon is going to be this big, then how big is the watermelon going to be? So point is to say that two people had to carry the cluster of grape. This shows you what abundance <coughs> of blessing that land carried. Now the 12 people came, and all of them said, that the people of this country are mighty giants. And we, in their eyes, are going to be like bugs, like a locust, like... <laughs> That's what's going to happen to us, right? Except for two. Two people that came back to Joshua. And they said, they will be to us like locusts. Why? Because there are two people, Caleb and Joshua. <coughs> it was back to Moses, sorry, not Joshua. So Caleb and Joshua. So both of them, they came back and said, they will be to us like locusts. Now, all the people of Israel, when they heard the report of the 10, they immediately start breaking down. 
oh, look, we're going to be in great shame. And now the Egyptians are going to be laughing at us. And then all that we've done is we left all the good stuff in Egypt to be here wandering in the desert for 40 years so that after the 40 years we cross the Jordan River like locusts. Okay? We're going to get crushed. This is, then all the people started. And immediately Moses and Joshua and Caleb all three of them, they tore their clothes and they fell on the ground and they said in this spiritual way, Lord, who has believed our report? Ya Rabb, man khabarana. Why aren't the people believing God? They didn't believe him in the beginning. They didn't believe him at the time of Joshua and Caleb and Moses. And <coughs> the Lord Jesus Christ opening the eyes of a man born blind and the Jews, they call for this man who opened your eyes. A man spit in the ground and opened my eyes and then let him go. Call his parents. Is this your son? Yes. Was he born blind? Yes. And now he sees. How? We don't know. Ask him. So they called the man again. Who opened your eyes? He says, I already told you. It's not like when I tell you again, you're going to believe. It's not like when I tell you again, you're going to believe. If you choose not to believe, that's your choice. It's not his choice. His <coughs> He's done everything that he can. And this week, it is manifested in front of your eyes. He has done everything that he can. But who shall believe his report? And to whom the arm of the Lord shall be revealed. And later on, Paul the Apostle, he goes on <coughs> three journeys around the world, telling everybody the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ coming to redeem mankind and to offer free salvation to whoever is willing to accept and come to him. And he talks to the people about his death and he talks to them about resurrection and about eternal life and about judgment and about righteousness. <coughs> and then the people look at him and they says, Paul, many books have turned you crazy. This is what they tell him. They say, you read too much. And all these books that you read, they turned you crazy. He says, no, it hasn't turned me crazy. It is true. But who shall believe our report and to whom the hand of the Lord shall be revealed? So today, I am coming to tell you a report. What is the report? The report of Holy Week. Very simple. This week, the Lord Jesus Christ died for your sins and for my sins, for all of our sins. Do you believe that? I'm telling you another report that if you come to him, he's willing to take away from you your sins and to put in you his righteousness. Do you believe that? Now is asma. Do you believe that? If you come to him, that he will take away from you your reproach, he's going to take away from you your sins, and he's going to put on you his righteousness. You believe. So to you, the sermon that I just said does not apply. <laughs> because who believes our report? All of you believe. But let's not just do it with our mouth. 
but let's really do it with our heart, with our action. As during this week, come to him and we tell him, Lord, we believe that you've died for us, for me, for me personally. And I believe, Lord, that you have taken away my sins. I'm coming and putting them on you. And I'm asking you to come and to dwell in my heart. That you come and you give me <coughs> your salvation. That you give me your righteousness. So that I may enjoy your resurrection. Glory be to God forever. Amen.